many Pokemon do we have left? One, two, three. <laughs> Hold on, four, five hundred, six hundred. Uh, to the thousand? fifth power. So they keep making more. The limit does not exist. The limit yeah. does not exist. The limit does not exist. My guess would be in the eight hundreds. Eight hundreds? Yeah, I think you're right. Kind of right, makes maybe, you wanna. Yeah. Will will lose the will to qu- the lose the quill to live. <laughs> Welcome to take care of those. Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten a, a an intro out without stumbling over my words in like five weeks now. Come on, man! Don't quill yourself over it. You're doing <laughs> yeah. a great job. Okay, thanks. I quill. <laughs> Yeah, I think that reaction was a little overquill. Yeah. Fish. I mean, at least you have um, intros and puns. I just am sitting here laughing at all of yours. Sarah, you're going to have to introduce next season. Oh, Lord, hell no. Uh-uh, Stephen. <laughs> Here's your intro. All right, we're doing this Pokemon. Hey, bitches. Time for a uh, fucking... Uh, Poochiana. Poochiana, bitches. Let's go. Hey, take a look at this hot wing Pokemon. This one looks like a penis. <laughs> what, all what the of a sudden, very uh, mob accents. Is that what? Is that what our next season's going to be? Yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Uh, this week, uh, it is my uh, hour honor to talk about pokemon number 211 uh quillfish hence all the quills uh this is the balloon pokemon um and uh he is a pokemon that is often forgotten about by me how do you guys feel about that um same you're not yeah. alone. <laughs> I mean, how do you make a Pokemon that looks more like a fart than coughing? Like, <laughs> I feel like Quillfish just looks like a big old fart. Really? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, let me introduce our uh, guest, Twirlin Curtis. <laughs> he does love the poison types. Does yeah. like the poison types. For good reason. A man of class. Yeah, he likes the little farters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you look at, like, the early Emerald sprites and stuff, it kind of, you know, it looks like a fart. <laughs> um, I mean, this is another week where, again, I just was not looking at the sprites. I, I mean, I I actually did watch a YouTube video about... Oh, look at that. There's a little mean- fart. Do you mean, Steven, do you mean, like, the little shit that's coming out his butt is the fart, or the whole thing is a fart? I just think the Pokemon in general embodies uh, fart energy. Okay. That's kind of interesting that you would say that, Sarah. So you're kind of saying that it is a fart that is also indeed pooping. Right. <laughs> so it's it is also, yeah. One it's of shitting, those, yeah. but it is a fart. A oh, very rare poopy fart, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. More, it's, more okay, so it's a fart. Okay, so imagine on. this. Imagine this in your colon. It's a fart. It's the last fart before a shit. You it's know? a puffer fish, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if this I farted, po- if I farted this Pokemon out, that'd be painful. Mm-hmm. This Pokemon looks like it would only exist in a video game to act as like a landmine in a, like a, a water surfing level, where if you bumped it, it would be like, Psh, and you'd be like, "Whoa!" You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it also just the thing is is once they introduced the hisuian quillfish i was like okay that's an angry fish the yeah. original he just kind of looks like no thoughts behind the eyes like hisuian one looks just like quillfish. it looks the same the only the only no. thing is i wish that the eyes on the normal quillfish were a full circle because he would just look so lost and i appreciate mm-hmm. that well, I, mm-hmm. I have to agree with Steven. I think they did a better job with the accents around the eyes in the Hisuian quillfish yeah. because it definitely looks more angry and mean than the other. It's got quillfish. those like shadows under the eyes that mm-hmm. make it look like pissed off. And, you know, and then it's also got like little um, like right eyebrows. By the, 
yeah by the nose like little eyebrows whereas right. the other one its eye shape just looks like it's got a permanent scowl mm-hmm. so it looks just like a like a little blobfish just kind of floating around like it being kinda, a stinker we should uh, do you see the the shiny one what it looks like the with blobfish. the art mm-hmm. so when you look at it if you colored it right it's literally just voltorb which yeah. spikes in a little mm. uh like diglet it's and and a, no a polywag mouth by all accounts, this should be my favorite Pokemon, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, holy shit. It's just yeah. a spiky it, It's just Voltorb. a spiky Voltorb. This is now with a polywag tail and a polywag mouth. Now it's my favorite Pokemon, guys. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so pissed off. We tricked you into being our special guest. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell, tell me about uh, my... Uh, my history with Pokemon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you do a podcast about it? Yeah. Uh, what does this Pikachu look like? We've kind of already described it. Yeah. Spiky Voltorb. Uh, flap tail. The tail has like a, like two dots on it. Um, it it kind of, in the yeah. earlier sprites, almost makes it look a bit like a skeleton head. Like an alien or skeleton? Yeah. I feel like it, you know how like uh, pirate ships or whatever, you know, you got the skeleton head or like if there's like a danger sign, there's like a skeleton head or something. Yeah. It kind of gives it that vibe where it's like danger, watch out. And Hisuian has a Q. It's like a lowercase Q or if it's facing the other way, it's a nine mm-hmm. or the other way, it's a P. It's got options. Yeah. Yeah, the, I like the Hisui and Quillfish coloring so much better. It's like a dark, mm-hmm. I don't know, purplish, maybe just it's, black. It's black. And black it's got little, with like pink tips. Looks the, really uh, punk rock. It yeah, dyed the pink the tips. tips are awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a pufferfish. Uh, imagine a pufferfish, if you will. Uh, they the pufferfish are like like uh they're they make homes in in most places i I think i think most countries have some sort of puffer fish that is native to their their aquatic populations i to be honest i did no research on puffer fish for this oh i i can talk briefly upon puffer fish i just thought it was funny that bulbapedia has like four paragraphs dedicated to to it being like yeah it's different kinds of fish <laughs> they they reference so many different fish in this to quote uh every f and ff uh do you remember that episode of the simpsons where homer eats uh the poisonous puffer fish i'm it's glad you brought fact. it i'm glad you brought it up because as research <laughs> we watched that episode oh, really <laughs> Yes, we did. I'm yeah. so proud of you guys. I was discussing it at dinner with Sarah, and I was like, we should watch that episode. So we put it on. It's an episode in which uh, Lisa gets the family to go out to eat, and they go to the new sushi place. And Homer ends up enjoying so much sushi that he wants to try everything on the menu, uh, including the fugu. And... Um, the sushi chef that is like the uh like the padawan sushi chef and the whole time the master is basically like you suck you're not good at it and stuff and when he has to prepare the fugu uh the sushi chef is actually out in the car having sex with mrs krabappel so he's unable to help prepare it and meanwhile homer's screaming and he says come on brother fugu me and (laughs) They feed him the fugu. The master inspects it and says, you have 24 hours to live or your, until your heart will explode. And then he has to live his final day. Which is, it was kind of a sad episode because he was just going around, like spending time with his family and like made a whole list of things he wanted to do in his last day alive. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so sad. Oh, doesn't he want to cuddle with Marge? Until... Yeah, no, he wants to ha- be intimate with Marge. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's like, what do you call it when we do that thing? She's like, be intimate? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Very good. I One of my favorite lines in that whole, like he ends up uh, going to jail. And when he's in the holding cell, there's just a guy in the background playing uh, harmonica. 
And he's just like, what are you in for? And the guy just goes, atmosphere, and then keeps playing the harmonica. (laughs) (laughs) And then when he's going around saying something nice about everybody in the family, he's like, oh, Maggie, you're so, like, uh, Lisa, you're going to make us so proud. And then he's like, Bart, nice sheets. (laughs) (laughs) It just, I don't know. Early Simpsons are so, it's so good. Yeah. Such a good episode. Oh, man. Well, that's Simpsons Minute, brought to you by the Every FNFF Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and and apparently uh, the internal organs of uh, most pufferfish are uh, super poisonous. uh, And it is because they eat things that are covered with a super poisonous uh, bacteria uh, so they're they're not actually generating the the, the poison themselves. Uh, it is actually produced within them uh, from bacteria. And even if you nick any bit of any of the internal organs, I think specifically like the liver, uh, the ovaries, uh, other <laughs> organs that a fish might have. Um, your your blade is poisoned everything that you've touched uh you know every every bit of your your kitchen area is poisoned uh you know so you really have to like be very careful about how you're preparing it uh the the chefs themselves have to train for five years um you have to be licensed although some of them aren't officially licensed uh, and the only reason why people mainly like this, and uh, let me stress, a lot of pufferfish are being hunted to extinction because people want to eat them, is because humans really want uh, the thrill of death shoved in their face. Uh, that's the whole. That was the whole conversation Dave and I were having at dinner when he was telling me about fugu because I had no idea it was a thing. And I was like, well, I mean, I don't understand why anybody would want to take that risk. You know, like you take a risk anytime you go out to a restaurant of food poisoning, you know, like that's food poisoning to like another level. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't. And like you probably have to pay a pretty penny to get this anyway. So I don't think I would. It's kind of like how those people paid like quarter of a million dollars to die in the freaking Titan whatever thing. Yeah. Submarine. You know what I mean? It's just not something I'd want to do if I had money. Yeah, it's a it's a rich person's thrill, like climbing right. Everest and uh, you know, launching themselves into space or going to the bottom of the ocean. And specifically, the most uh hunted to death uh puffer fish uh aren't necessarily even the ones that are like taste the best it's the most poisonous Mm -hmm. ones that are the most popular that is ridiculous to me yeah because people want to be able to say oh i ate the most poisonous fish in the world um and i don't necessarily know how dangerous it is if somebody who is trained is preparing it for you but lots of people have died of ingesting uh, incorrectly prepared puffer fish over uh, over the years. So um, you know, was, odds aren't. Yeah, it was it times. was illegal, uh, and it was also illegal in the 1800s, uh, around the time that Legends Arceus came out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which is, I guess, why they did uh, Hisuian Quillfish, to be time accurate. Literally, that's uh, it's based on that, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, apparently there were speakeasies specifically so people can ingest pufferfish. That's wild to me. I don't know. I don't know. Can't we just, like, think of uh, SpongeBob's driving teacher... And just like, you know, think of quillfish in that, you know, fun loving way and not try to eat them and die. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they didn't have SpongeBob back then. Shiny um Pisuian quillfish kind of has a Mrs. Puff look to it. I can see that. The colors, yeah. 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 It's a lot lighter in color and uh I mean like kind of white overall with a little bit of purple. Yeah, it looks like, like a it, light lavender purple. 
Looks like it drives boats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of my favorite facts is that in order to attack, Quillfish has to drink 2.6 gallons or 10 <laughs> liters of water to inflate its body. So it sucks in all of that water. But because it has so much water in it, it kind of sucks at doing anything else. And sometimes to escape, it will just blast that water out and fire away. Yeah. That's really good. That's like the best part about this Pokemon. Sorry to yeah. take that one, guys. Because that's that, very funny. That's a Hydro homie right there. It this sure is. a professional is. sucker. Do you want to know what else Hydro is interesting? Real, can I do this joke real fast? Yeah, I'm of sorry. Of course, yes. Hydro <laughs> pump. This guy's a Hydro pimp. <laughs> but, um, it wasn't a good joke i just needed to do it all right sorry <laughs> it was bad no it was I was just good. trying to bring I, the energy the energy is here man Woo. you told me about the 2.6 gallons of water that they have to ingest 10 yeah. liters that's so many pepsi bottles <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of gallons to yeah. ingest i wonder how quickly they can do that um, but anyway, what I was going to say is, uh, when they ingest that much water and they're fully round and huge, they can't swim very well. <laughs> so just, they become just like fish that kind of float around in the water until they, you know, spew their guts. Yeah. Or knock into something and explode or, or that inject their poison into something. Uh, they can um, also use that water pressure to fire poisonous quills or just i guess before they're poisonous no it's still poisonous quills in the original quillfish yeah they're both poison types yeah. mm -hmm. so uh, apparently regular puffer fish can uh and will also suck up seawater in order to uh inflate themselves and Quillfish can do it instantly so he's a little bit better than actual puffer fish puffer fish will uh take about 15 gulps of water to inflate themselves to uh, three times their normal size. Ooh. And then quillfish can do it. Uh, I mean, 2.6 gallons would basically, I would say, triple its size. But it says that they can inflate until they are the size of their opponent, which makes me think of a quillfish trying to intimidate a whale lord. <laughs> like a Gigantamax. Yeah, just like a, a huge, a huge guy. So what you're saying, Peter, is uh, you wouldn't be wrong in saying that this Pokemon sucks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I was gonna say that uh, to to get the the homies riled up, um, but now it's my favorite Pokemon, so yeah. it's it sucks in a cool way. <laughs> uh, well, it does have a lot of good friends because it is the balloon Pokemon. Along with Drifloon, Wigglytuff, Jigglypuff, Igglybuff. All those, all the, all those homies. All those buffs. Yeah. And it is the parallel Pokemon to Remoraid. Yeah, which was surprising to me. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't have as many similarities to other, um, like, uh, foil Pokemons in the yeah. past. Especially because it didn't get an evolution until much later. That was the thing that really, for me like broke it i was right. like i get all the other stuff like this one only appears in this game and that one only appears in that game okay, and then the fine. same they spawn in the same place sure okay yeah but like yeah they would be getting evolutions together if they were like parallel Pokemon. exactly yeah but and apparently quillfish uh has been in the works for pokemon for a while this is one of the first times that bulbapedia has shared the beta sprites Mm -hmm. did you guys see that oh yeah mm -hmm. it did and i liked what we got better i did too but they're also like other than there's like so, two sets of beta sprites for this yeah. guy right so there's was... puku yeah which is like you know fugu related it literally is just a different looking sprite it it's just quillfish and mm -hmm. then there is shibby Shib Shibari Fugu, which is its second evolution, which what's this Pokemon look like? It's a blobfish with a lightning bullet on its forehead and nipples for eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw yeah, I saw that guy and I was like, this has to be a, a water uh electric type because the lightning bolt on its head. 
Yeah. Let um, me see. I'm trying to send the thing to you guys, but yeah, it's just, it's fine. I mean, we did not get that second evolution. And I think the Hisuian uh, Overquill is way better than Shibari Fugu. Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, now that I know that uh, Quillfish is Voltorb, I know that the design <laughs> is perfect. Yeah. That's right. Actually, can I uh, derail us for just a brief moment? I'd love that. Sure. Okay. Uh, Dave and Sarah, I know that you guys were playing recently the Pokemon Killer. Can you give us like a two minute uh, synopsis on uh, why Pokemon is now dead to us and how we're going to be pivoting to the Pal World podcast? Um, no, not to me because I don't like killing the Pokemon. It's cruel and unusual. Um, but I will say that I will be surprised if this game lasts maybe two months on the internet because the similarities between their pal world creatures and Pokemon are ridiculous. <laughs> like there are some pal world creatures that are spitting images of Pokemon. But anyway, the idea of the game is like, imagine Pokemon that you beat the shit out of in order to catch them in a Pokeball. It's still, you still have to catch them in a Pokeball. That's um, a pal ball. Then, it's very different. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but then also imagine a little bit of Fortnite and Animal Crossing because you get to build like houses and shit, which is kind of fun. It's um, it's a it's mainly a survival game. Right. Okay, so it's a survival game. It feels kind of Minecrafty. It's actually very close to the Lego Fortnite thing, with kind of like the building and the survival. Maybe a little bit of Rust without the. Uh, third-party people fighting you like like other you know uh multiplayer there is multiplayer we didn't play uh things i will say is that even running it on the wrong hardware running it on a mac and having to translate it it looks infinite times better than scarlet violet definitely okay infinite times better you can do way more the controls are cool uh and it's just, it's interesting. It's a game that I feel like I can spend a lot of time not really collecting the Pokemon, but doing different things. Like, we built a two-story home. Yeah. It was funny. We uh, had a fire that uh, would have to keep us warm at night. Like, you have to eat. You have to, like, keep yourself warm. You have to do all this stuff. Um, but our problem was if you run into the fire, you light on fire. And we set our little cat to go do stuff. But he was so good at running that he would also run through the fire. And, and catch on fire. Yeah, so he would just be on fires, <laughs> running around screaming. So we would have to catch him back into his ball and then let him go in the ocean so that he wouldn't burn alive. Uh, when you do beat the Pokemon, it's not gory or gratuitous. Uh, they just get like little swirls over their eyes. Like they got blasted off again. It just doesn't feel right. But I'm also sorry. like the items you get from them is like their meat and stuff. So it's yeah, like, you know. Exactly. But it's enjoyable. It's very different from Pokemon, but it's like if somebody, you know, it's just, it's a survival game. Yeah. It's a, which is big now. If you like those, it's, it's interesting. We didn't really get into the exploration because we were really just building a home so that yeah, we could you survive. Built, and you built your two, uh, two story house and then you were just, uh, all right, uh, let's watch the Simpsons episode. Yeah. We had Bartholomew. Who was our little uh, chicken who obviously was just a sprite lifted from Harvest Moon. Oh, uh, and then he <laughs> kept getting uh, beaten to shreds by grass type Don Fan. Yeah, it was just giant Don Fan. We realized that if we built a bunch of campfires under it, we could use what was killing our cat for good. So we like lit it on fire. <laughs> it was pretty silly. It was, a, And you have like Dark Souls rolls. So it kind of has that feel of Arceus where the Pokemon are trying to kick your ass too. Oh, and then when you die, you get like the little you died across the screen too, right? I don't remember. I don't think Not so. Not really, but it is similar to like the Souls games where you have to go back and get all of your stuff that was in your bag and inventory and things like that. How many Estus flasks did you guys get? None. We just had wow. to eat the eggs that we got from killing all those chickens. Interesting. 
but also you can put a, a little pan and you can make uh like a sunny side up egg delicious and eat it yeah so it was it was fun i uh if you're like a fan of pokemon you you could s- skip it like if you're just in it because you like pokemon but it's more fun as just like a weird survival and exploration game and it's kind of funny seeing all the stuff that they just lifted like i'm pretty positive the treasure chests you find are just reskinned uh like fortnite treasure chests not the main ones but like the the blue ones that make the different noise if you were a yeah farter. like dave and i were kind of saying we wouldn't be surprised if an ai made this game yeah yeah and just took whatever was on the internet and was just like here's a here's a game it's impressive and I think it's good that this game came out uh, because like, I don't, we, we've said it here. It's, it's, it's crazy that Scarlet and Violet had a trailer that started off with like, like return to the beautiful world yeah. of Paldea. And mm-hmm. it starts like, it's just the, the graphics couldn't make like the stairs on on the video i'm like that's how you start it like the original game couldn't like the opening cutscene, the textures were off on the legendary and then you start like a pay us more money and it looks awful like it's it, i actually it, it's got bad. a uh uh thank you card for my friend's uh wedding and uh within the the thank you card uh he wrote because he had a, I helped him with his living decks, and uh, he, he, he just, I never get letters in the mail, and in this letter, it's like, yeah, there's no way in hell I'm picking up the Pokemon DLC. That <laughs> looks like garbage. The, my living decks is dead because Scarlet and Violet suck, and I was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was kind of happy to like. But for the low, low price of $30, you too could be the proud owner of a Hisuian Quillfish. That's correct. Bring oh yeah it back bring it back in steven why is that uh because uh well <laughs> despite being a absolutely horrible addition to the main game uh pretty much um the dlc does offer you the ability to catch uh, alolan pokemon and um you know all sorts of other pokemon including the hisuian pokemon quillfish oh, I, I don't think that. there's any other i mean you know it's it's still relatively new and i don't think quillfish news is is hot goss you know i don't yeah. think everybody but, was rushing to catch their quillfishes hisuian yeah. uh, quillfish is the only hisuian pokemon that can be caught presently outside of the the hisui region yeah they they're able to grow in the cool uh environment of uh the i forget what it's called Pal- um, paldea or the it, no it's the school you go to it's like the blueberry, blueberry academy living in terrarium uh, it, oh it's in a yeah. terrarium of i was like that's a weird name for the world terrarium well the, no, it, the world is a giant terrarium and it's split it's like a big circle that's split into quarters and each quarter is like here's the ice place here's the desert place and then because they have like a tropical area you get the alolan pokemon and you know that's why you get all sorts of different pokemon in the same terrarium place um it's it's again like you know dave you're saying pal world was how much uh i think it was 30 dollars <laughs> There, even if it was 60 like the DLC in Pokemon was $30 and you get this terrarium, sure, but in between dividing it are just these big white blocks. Like yeah, they literally it... are like the cubes in the dev tool in the, your 3D design thing. Like it's just blocks dividing and building up. They're like, oh yeah, here's where the Pokemon Center is. It's just white blocks. I'm like, you you couldn't even build a building around it? What are you You talking about? You can't get the DLC without paying the initial $60 for the full game, correct? Uh, Correct, yeah. So So this is a $100 thing. Yeah, and I could overlook a lot in Scarlet and Violet, to be honest, because, you know, it was also... I don't know. The world was weird back then. So I'm like, I don't know what happened, but I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. But the DLC, I'm like, come on. Like... Pal World was maybe made by an AI, but I wouldn't be surprised if this DLC was made by an AI. Yeah. 
like there's just i don't know again i i i felt like the second part of the dlc was improving significantly but um it's just it was not it wasn't enough how are the waifus and husbandos um i didn't like the new main characters they added um but in the second dlc i think your teachers come back and um there's some there's some you know cute teachers yeah the teachers were nice i like the teachers um cooking teacher he's a handsome dude yeah i think my hot for teacher yeah (laughs) my uh my takeaway uh boyfriend from uh scarlet and violet was uh what was his name Ar arvin the, oh yes the your professor's son mm-hmm. yeah he was he was just the right amount of edgy that i liked him <laughs> there's well, he, a scene he loved he loved his his poke so much and that was so sweet yeah there's a scene where the it's you know spoilers to anybody who hasn't played the end game of scarlet and violet but where you're finally like descending into area zero and everybody's hopping on the uh legendary pokemon as it is going to glide down and like you're kind of the last to jump on and arvin in this cutscene like grabs you by the hips and like slams you down on the pokemon and i'm like "Ooh, arvin (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) it's just i don't know if you ever play it again uh take take a watch because arvin really is grabbing your hips yeah it's getting a little too close for comfort Love that for him. Love that for us. Yes. Um, I've got some interesting names. Hit us um, with the names. This Pokemon in Japanese is Harrison. His <laughs> name is Harrison in Japanese. That is so that's, cute. That's so if I good. ever get a if I ever get a quillfish now, I'm gonna name it Harrison. I'm gonna hey, name Harrison. it Mrs. Puffs. <laughs> Oh, um harrison yeah. is coming from the word harrisonbum uh which means porcupine fish in japanese and in this particular case too harrison the sen means thousand um so it's basically translating to like thousand needles um its name but it's pronounced harrison that sounds like a cactuar from final fantasy I- I thought the same thing. I was like, I wonder if the Cactuars are named Harrison too. Um, but the German name is the only other unique name. French uh, took the same English name. Um, German name is Balderfish. Um, and it comes from balloon, um, adorn, which is a, a needle. Um, it's kind of like a needle used in um, like a making threads and stuff you kind of like wrap thread around it but um but yeah it's like the balloon um needle fish have you guys have you guys played balder's fish three uh yeah i have (laughs) have you yeah i did i didn't finish my character's name is girth canal I, uh, yeah, I started, uh, and I haven't finished. I, I'm halfway through the first act, so I'm, I'm not very far at all. I don't have a system on which to play it, so. Um, I'll just, you could, you have my old computer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm taking a, a short break from video games. Um, yeah. I'm going to come back to it in, um, at a different time. Yeah, that's fair. Tough but fair. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I could buy a PS5 and then I could buy a whole bunch of games for it and then I could, you know, spend all that money or I could wait and maybe buy it later. So yeah. I'm going to do that. But how are you going to get, um, how are you going to romance Asterion with not playing video games? I know I want to so bad. I want to be in on it all. I'm like reading the threads and they're like, what's the most amazing thing you've done in this game? And I'm like, I don't know what any of you are talking about. I don't know who these people are. I don't know what these words mean. Um, But that was the thing too, like with game of Thrones, it's like when you don't start it, you have no context. So people can say whatever and you won't remember a fucking word. As soon as you start to know who the characters are, that's when the spoilers hit you. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I you know I I have no problem coming to this later. 
Um, it'll be around. It's like asking a Dragon Ball Z, it's somebody who doesn't watch Dragon Ball Z, what the difference between Goku and Kakarot is. <laughs> Once you step beyond the veil, there's no going back. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, anyway, I don't know who I'm going to romance yet, but uh, Asterion looks pretty nice. I just heard you can maybe have sex with a bear. Um Oh yeah, you can you could probably have sex with a bear. Like an actual bear. No, oh with an actual bear? No, this is a a druid who's uh, Yes, a druid who yeah. can become a bear, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're in their wild shape. Uh the only person that like has flirted back with me is Satan. Like Satan <laughs> shows up and then they were like, I mean, I'm doing bad stuff to your friend, but like all right. And then they were like, actually, no. Why am I doing this? I got to go. And I was like, oh, man. I think you could have sex with a tentacle monster, too. Oh, that's going to be fun. Girth, that's right up Girth Canal's alley. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so one one thing about this Pokemon. Do we have anything else to say about this Pokemon? Only thing I was going to say is uh, Sitting Cutie is... Uh, gonna i don't know to me again it gives stinker energy it's a, it's a little Big bit of stinker like a energy yeah um, it actually looks like it's displeased with its own smell yeah right yeah. like it just looks like uncomfortable have you ever but been... i will say it does do a good sit oh nice. yeah lots of needles to uh you know keep it level very good uh sit. Is this the only one that on the Pokemon Center they have a photo of it like outdoors? Are you guys seeing this? Yeah, with the yeah. ledge there. It's a little snapshot. It looks cute. There's another one of it just like on a stick in the middle of the water. I know. You know, that one I was saying really this cute. to Dave earlier, but Quillfish is somebody's favorite Pokemon out there. It's I know it. Peter's now. Yeah. But like, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah but like, Peters. really? Yeah. Really, it's Peter's. It's Peter's. <laughs> He's up there. I mean, he, he jumped from number 900 to probably closer to the, you know, 20s five. or 30s. Yeah. Oh, wow, that eye. Damn. Good on you, Quillfish. Yeah. I mean, the um, sitting cutie sold out. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, he, Baby Shoes posted, I love Quillfish as a Pokemon. One of the coolest water types, IMO. I remember it was one of the best UU leads in Gen 4. Had one on my most successful team. It always managed to get a couple layers of spikes up and would end up blowing something up pretty often too, LOL. I just wish they didn't nerf Explosion. Um, you and me, t- Baby yeah, Shoes. You and me I'm both. with you. Yeah, I was surprised to find out how good Quillfish was in the UU metagame for several generations running. Baby shoes never used because they <laughs> fucking blew them up. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, that's cool. I kind of like the idea of water Voltorb. Cause it's, yeah. I mean, explosion and putting down spikes. It's just the the moves make too much sense for the Pokemon, where that doesn't happen all the time. Where there'll be like a Pokemon, it's like double kick, and it's like, bitch, you ain't got no legs. <laughs> That's yeah. what it's got spikes. It does water gun, and it explodes. That's right on the money where it needs to be. Yeah, apparently its move pool has always been uh, really deadly it learns a lot of the things that make a pokemon good in the hands of somebody who knows what they're doing like uh, kid me is all attack moves uh all gas uh no breaks but this is the type of pokemon that requires uh finesse like uh using haze toxic taunt um like risking it on a, a cheeky hydro pump uh instead of like going a for cheeky like hydro pump yeah um you know all of those like moves that like destiny bonds uh all those moves that you're you, you're a real stinker for using and you need to like read your opponent uh, in the, the the play that's coming up and i'll never be good at that so Also, pro tip for all you people who are catching quillfish out there, 
Uh, expert fishermen say uh, that uh, the best time to catch a quillfish is after they're rendered defenseless when uh, they've already launched their spikes. So, so provoke them, make them fire their quills, and then yeah, go for the moment. Yeah. Just like um, a man is most vulnerable post-ejaculation. That's what they say. <laughs> they do say, though, that Hisuian quillfish are despised by fishermen because of its poison wreaking havoc in the seas it lives in. So I wonder if it's like the same idea of like when you cut one open, if it like kind of infects everything around it. Probably. I mean, yeah. I have to stress how poisonous pufferfish are and how quickly they'll shut down uh, your nervous system. So just try not to try not to die. Just avoid them. Yeah. Um, I, I know we mentioned that they're poison type, but I don't think that we mentioned that they're both dual type, but different types. So the regular quillfish is water poison and then his suey uh, quillfish is dark poison. Yeah. Yeah. Poison. Poison type is really good defensively. Uh, shares um, the water poison, of course, is uh, your like tentacles of the world. So cool stuff. Um, and I think are we level? Are we ready to level up while knowing the move Barb Barrage? As long as we are from the Hisui region, that's correct. No, that's the Scarlet Violet. The Hisui's is you gotta be in the the strong style. Oh, really? Yeah, you gotta. Um, so in Pokemon Arceus, you have to uh, use Barbarash twenty times in the strong style in order to evolve to Overquill. Oh boy, that's annoying. <laughs> yeah, try to figure that one out, nerds. Without the uh, internet, <laughs> you're gonna have to. <laughs> explain to me what the strong style is so in pokemon arceus which is a phenomenal game and if you're thinking of playing pal world or scarlet and violet i highly encourage you to instead play arceus it doesn't look better doesn't Mm -hmm. look better but it it plays so fun it's Mm -hmm. so so fun um but there you can actually kind of train your pokemon into different styles the strong style and the agile style i think Mm -hmm. and it basically um you can use your move and if you do the strong style i think it gives you more attack but you don't attack again as quickly i think because turn order is also different in arceus okay like pokemon can attack multiple multiple times in a row levels are different in rcs stats are different in rcs like the whole mechanics of pokemon is way different in rcs um it's really fun um yeah all the status conditions are slightly different too right yep um the way the pokedex works is different you have to like catch the pokemon multiple times in order to unlock like more things and like fully like fill out the decks like Mm -hmm. catching the pokemon once is not enough to like complete it in your decks and then using Um, certain moves certain amount of time stuff like that also adds to your decks and progresses the game yep you get really large ones or really small ones so you can have like a bulbasaur that's bigger than like a machoke a bulbous Um, bulbasaur yeah um the people in the town have like issues that need solving by specific pokemon so you need to be like hmm they have an issue where like they need to have their field watered oh i caught this pokemon that works and you give it to them and they're like oh thanks we love this pokemon um and sometimes it just comes down to like they need to know the specific move they need to be this specific type of pokemon sometimes it's like a riddle like it's Arceus is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like play it, please. Ten out of if ten. you can. Yeah. Hands down, one of the best to come out in a long time. But not really for Overquill. That's <laughs> I mean Overquill's okay. Overquill now that we're Overquill, uh <clears throat> Overquill is just like the the elder punk rock person you see at a concert yeah this is pokemon 904 uh Mm -hmm. 
this is the pin cluster Pokemon. Yes, although, sorry, um, I, I just finished a rant. I'm going into one again. Um, so they did say that the category is different in Japanese, but they didn't tell me what it was. So Interesting. I, I had to really do some sleuthing um, and I figured it out. The Japanese category is um, the um, 10,000 needles. No, that's its name. <laughs> um, it's the category is the Kenzen Pokemon. And Kenzen in Japanese is a um, tool that is used in um, Ekibana, which is flower arranging. And it's yeah. this little pin cushion that you put at the bottom of the vase that you can stick the plants into so that they hold their shape in the vase. Um, so it's kind of like a pin cushion, but slightly different um, connotation in Japanese where it's like, um, I think the other name they called it is a, a spiky frog because that's okay. kind of what it looks like. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, one thing about this that you guys explained, but uh, I was so confused about is they say that the Hisuian ones get their poison by eating poison, but they also make poison. Yeah, so this might be a reference to the fact that uh, pufferfish uh, don't produce their own poison, but the bacteria off of the things they eat makes yeah. poison within them. I, I would like, so I just wrote down, like, does that mean that it would be like Dave makes piss, but only drinks piss? <laughs> I'm like, I cannot sustain myself on my on piss alone. No man can. Um, no man can, but quillfish. Yeah. Bear Grylls was the closest. Yeah. Over Quill. Piss champ. Yeah. It says his diet consists of poison. Yeah. Slurps on poison for nourishment. So you gotta you gotta be aware that he's not just eating, he's slurping it up. <laughs> what a sea fiend. Yeah. A sea fiend. Well he's called a sea fiend because he's got a real short temper. So he's a big stinker. He's yeah. not a little stinker. He, this guy is a big stinker. Also because he's 8 feet, 2 inches, and 133 pounds. Could you imagine seeing a puffer fish that big? Yeah, that's that's probably his resting weight, too. That's flaccid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rock hard. That guy, that baby. Wait, three times? Yeah, three times. Shit. Books. Oh, my God. I can't get up. That is such an appropriate use of the term flaccid. 24 feet, 6 inches hard? <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a grower. That's a turgid mon right there. <laughs> I used the word flummoxed the other day, and nobody know, knew what I was saying. So. Could you use it in a sentence? I was very flummoxed that nobody knew the word flummoxed. I don't know the word flummoxed. <laughs> it's like confused, right? Yeah, okay. bewildered. Yeah. So, uh, word of the day is... Uh, flummoxed. Uh, what, what was it? Engorged, erect, flummoxed. Flaccid. <laughs> flaccid, yeah. Those are our words of the day every day. Um, yeah, this uh, overquill is... Uh, it's got big brother energy, just a big spiky quillfish. With a short temper, uh, and when Overquill falls asleep, you're still not safe, because if you get close enough, the quills will react even when it's sleeping, and shoot out and stab you. And probably kill you, so watch To out. death. Yeah, kill you to death. And those are needles that... Uh, can't be removed because they have uh, barbs on the end of them. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, there's... I, I yeah, hate some... seeing pictures of animals that have been uh, porcupined. So. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Homeward Bound? Yeah. And, uh, that poor dog got hit in the face with the porcupine needles. Yeah. Um, there's some uh, cactuses too, though, that are like so prickly that if you try to remove them, they just get stuck on another part of your body. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Uh, happens. 
Good times, good times. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get near anything spiky ever. Unless yeah. it's your friend. Oh, yeah. Or a cool haircut. Yeah. Your good. F- your frosted tips friends. Yeah, your good friend Harriman. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's Quillfish's Japanese name, Harriman. I thought you said uh, Harris son. Harrison that was for, for Quillfish. Quillfish over Quill, sorry, is uh, Harriman. Oh, okay. Um, and in this connotation, the M replaces the S um, because. Oh, that's funny. So you could summon nuts. Hey, <laughs> got him. Take that Pokemon. I got him. Summon Take that all of Japan. All right. So as, you, as you were saying. <laughs> so uh, Sen means thousand and man means 10,000 or myriad. Um, so technically, Harriman is uh, 10,000 needles. Damn! Man. There's so many needles. I called it, and that's also Final Fantasy, so. Also a Cactuar, yep. Yeah. Good old Harriman. Um, German name is Miriador, um, from Myriad and Dorn, which again we said was uh, the needle. And then French name is Quillpick. Nice. That's which is nice. like cuter, I think. I think so. I think, I so. think uh, it needs something more uh, over quill. Sounds. Uh, I love the name. I, I yeah. do have to give them that. The name is amazing. Agreed. It is. Yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10. I agree. Oh, uh, did you guys spell quillfish wrong? Yeah. Oh, of course I did. Yeah. You know it, baby. Yes. I spelled it. Right uh, I was close. I spelled it with two L's, though. Mm hmm. I was very. Oh my god! Off. Wait, I just noticed there's no U in it. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so so listeners, Quillfish is spelled Q W I L F I S H. Yep. I I just noticed right now there's no U next to the Q. Yeah. Yeah, they're being edgy. Quill. Quill. It's uh, the one thing in Scrabble where you can do a Q word that's not with a U after it. Yeah, if you're playing Pokemon Scrabble, that is. Is there any other way to play? That should exist. That would be very cool. I mean, it it would exist. Just play, yeah. (laughs) Pokemon. We should play that. We should, actually. Although, I think we would not have enough letters. We'd need, like, two Scrabble boards. Yeah. We would, yeah. Also, we would spell them all incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Did I anybody s- ever get Snubble right? Uh, yeah. No. I still spell it wrong. Uh, well, there oh, is other I games. Mew. I got Mew. I got Mew. I got Mew. Everybody's spelling Mew. I got You had the two to the end. Oh, man. Good. That's why you're the smartest. Man, a fee. <laughs> uh, this is a fun game, Scrabble, but are there any other games we could play? Before you do that, and because you mentioned Manaphy, I do want to just briefly mention the Brilliant, Dining Shime, uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl ugh, BDSP uh, reference to Overquill. If you go to the Cantilever Library um, in uh, BDSP, you can read a book called The Sea's Legend, which says, once upon a time in the East Sea, there was a Pokemon known as the Prince. A brave human asked Pokemon living in the sea to let them see the Prince. Mantike, Buizel, and a quillfish with huge spikes acknowledged the human's bravery and joined them. Together, they set off in a boat over the sunset-streaked sea, sailing through the ocean gate stretched over the waves. News of this reached the ears of the prince, who went to meet the brave little party at the seaside hollow. And if you do exactly that and bring that team to uh, Legends Arceus, uh, you will meet Manaphy at the seaside hollow. Whoa, that's cool. What a journey. Yeah, so Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl alluded to Quillfish's evolution before the official announcement of Overquill. Interesting. Uh, just a little, a little neat. It's a shame nobody ever played that game. <laughs> it's a shame they can't read. Um, well, I did hear rumors actually that they're going to be making a remake of what was it? Gold and silver? 
Heart Gold, Heart, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. They're gonna make it in a, another Gen Two remake. That would be cool. I, think I would love that. They're doing a remake of something. I think before the Switch gets phased out. If they did like a like a Let's Go Eevee version of Gold and Silver, that I would be would great. Love yeah. that. Yeah, but it looks like they might do black and white. But we'll see. We'll see. Either way. For the Switch or for the new console? Who knows? I'm for both, so. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them are good generations. Uh, so are we ready now? Uh, yeah. To play some I'm, games? Yeah, I'm horny. Let's do it. I was flaccid, but now I am erect. Oh, we're doing mine first? Oh, uh, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> well, I, I, it sounds like Peter needs to be relieved, so yeah, go ahead. I need to be relieved, unless you need to scramble together your, uh... Your buddies. Let's do it. Uh, so this game is called Who You Gonna Fuck? It is a game where I will give you four different Pokemon. You will tell me which one, if paired in the daycare with Quillfish, will not produce an egg. Uh, this one should be easy. There were spoilers on Bulbapedia. Let's see who remembers. So yeah. here are our four Pokemon. Tentacool, Goldeen, Magikarp, and Sharpedo. Someone just got off of aim. Yeah, somebody <laughs> did. Can you repeat them? Tentacool, Goldeen, Magikarp, and Sharpedo. Oh, it's uh, Tentacool. Yeah. I'm going to say gonna Tentacool go as well. And why would you guys say that? Because Peter did. Because Quillfish uh, is the only... A water poison type in the water two egg subgroup. That is correct, which is why I put a poison one in there. It is water three. Congratulations to everybody. Yeah. Thanks, Peter. I cheated off of you. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I, uh, I was going to warn everybody that there was a, probably going to be some type of who you going to fuck uh, <laughs> spoiler, but then... Yep. Well, I have to be honest, I started reading it and I was like, I think that this is probably something related to breeding and my eyes glazed over it. So I read it, I read it, I wrote it in my notes and I still didn't register that that could. Uh, I was just like, well, the other ones are all like fish. Right. So um, I know in the past too, Dave, you've said that fish all usually go in the same category. Yeah, water too. Three is like all the, gotcha. the wild ones, like the, the random ass things, like the, the gooey stuff, and one is yeah. like like your squirrels and stuff, but Ah your yeah, your turtles and your ducks and stuff. That's right, that's right. Alright. <laughs> three game. types of things. Yeah. Sorry, Sarah, for uh forgetting the order with in which the games progress. Are you flaccid now? I'm flaccid now. <laughs> okay, very good. Now we can move on to the trading card game where uh, the three gentlemen here will guess how many cards Quillfish and Overquill appear in the trading card game. So let's start with our buddy Quillfish. How many cards? 17. 12. I'm going low. 14. We have a tie, but it's okay because I have a tiebreaker. So, mm -hmm. Dave and Steven, you're tied. How? The answer is 13. Then he wins. Uh, no, you said 12 and he said 14. Oh, yeah. I, I meant the other way, yeah. So, tiebreaker. How many of the 13 cards are Hisui and Quillfish? Oh. Three. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Fine, two. All right, Dave, you win. It's two. Hey, I meant two. Ooh. I was right the whole time. Hooray. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, and now moving on to Overquill. How many Overquill cards do we have? Oh. Uh, two. One. Three. Peter, you're the winner. <laughs> two. Hey. What's All right. Money? What, a, what a fun time to be here. Yeah. Talk about talk about this fish. Uh talk about Harrison and Harrimon. My two hairy mons. Yeah. Hairy mons. Spiky mons. Well, listeners, I hope you're having a turgid and flaccid day. Uh <laughs> 
Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you to Carl Germ for uh, the theme music. Uh, go kiss him if you see him in the streets. Uh, we have social media. You can find us on uh, the Instagrams. Uh, and uh, what happens if you have uh, to poop but only the gas comes out? Farty! 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 Farty. Farty.